Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations. So great that you can join us. My name's Coven, and every week I'll be bringing you different conversations I've had with kids. They're all seven to 11 years old, and the questions I ask them are specifically designed to get them talking, thinking, and feeling, developing the softer skills that they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it would be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids succeed and thrive. But what do I mean by soft skills exactly? Well, it's all the non-academic stuff that kids don't tend to get that much practice in at school, and yet as adults, we're having to use all the time. You know what I mean, things like being creative, communicating well, being a critical thinker, having resilience, etc., etc., etc. Now, I found that a simple but effective way of developing this at home with kids already is through regular five to 10 minute conversations. I'll give you some examples. Let's say on communication, we could ask our kids to describe a car to an alien, which is a test of conciseness. Or on creativity, asking what are 10 things to do with a cup, which encourages them to think in divergent ways. Or how about on critical thinking, having them estimate the number of iPads in the world to help them think in a structured way or on resilience, asking them why it's good to fail sometimes and discussing the value of feedback. Now, these are just some examples, but in this podcast, Kid Coach Conversations, you'll hear me discuss all sorts of questions like this with lots of different children. And hopefully it will give you some ideas of inspiration for discussions that you can have at home with your own kids. If you want full access to all the questions and prompts that I use, then just download our app from www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app, so you can do all this great stuff at home yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. This week I talked to Bobby. Bobby's a nine-year-old boy who lives in North Cumbria and supports Liverpool Football Club. When he grows up, he wants to be really strong, just like his dad. We're going to build a feeling skill of resilience. Resilience can be taught, it's not inherent. Children who display grit, determination and perseverance will push through challenging moments and achieve success. Fostering a growth mindset will help kids always seek out the learning opportunity and to be strong on the inside. So let's listen in on our chat. Okay, so Bobby, I've got a question here on resilience for you. And the question is, what do we mean by half glass full? What do we mean by half glass full? It's like, if you're half a glass full, sometimes you're a little bit unhappy and, like, happy. So, so you, like, you got butterflies. So, if you're half glass full, are you overall happy or sad? Both, really. Hmm. Compared to, for example, if I said half glass empty. Um, sad, really sad. So I don't know if you've heard of that saying before, you know, half glass full or half glass empty. Yeah, my nana's told me that once when we went to Whitby's. That's like four weeks ago. She told me that on a boat. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so quite recently. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And so, um, so tell me more about that conversation. What, what did you and your grandmother discuss about half glass full and half glass empty? Well, she said, 
what it's like. So she said this the different feelings. So if you say if you said I'm a full glass of water, that means you're really happy. And if you're half a glass full, you both really. And then if you you empty, you're really sad. Mm-hmm. See now, if the glass is full, the glass is full, right? If the glass is empty, the glass is empty. What's really interesting is when it's only at the halfway mark, when there's only half the water in there, and then it's about how you describe it, right? Because you could describe it as half glass full. That's an accurate yeah. description, but you can also mm-hmm. describe it as half glass empty, right? Because half is missing. Yeah. That's also an accurate description. Yeah. And there's two ways of describing exactly the same thing. And different people would say it in different ways. And so why do, why do you think I'm making a point of this? What, what, are the, what are the two different mindsets that you can have? Why would somebody say half glass full and why would somebody else say half glass empty? Because it's like different moments. Say if you were going to climb a tree, you might say, I'm half a glass of water because you're really scared. Like heights. And say if you were going to go somewhere on a bike and you haven't been on your bike for a long time it's you might say i'm full of water it might mean you're really excited and if you can't go somewhere because it's a wet day you might say i'm um, i'm an empty glass that you're really sad that you can't go that way that's somewhere so so i like these examples let's use one of those examples let's say that rainy day one okay um it's wet, so you can't go out. Now, if you're feeling um, negative about that, you might indeed say, oh, I can't go out anywhere. Oh, I can't go see my friends. I can't go play football in the park. I can't do all these things I wanted to do. Um, I, I, and some would say that's a half glass empty way of looking at the situation because you're being a bit negative. Remember how I said if the glass is only at the halfway mark, you can either say, well, it's half empty, which is kind of negative, or you can think to yourself, oh, it's half full, which is more positive. Mm-hmm. Right, so let's, let's go back to that example of it's, it's raining outdoors. Oh, I can't go out. I'm being all negative. I'm, I'm being like half glass empty. But now if I said, hold on, let's, let's be half glass full. Let's be positive about this. Yeah, then, then what would you think? You know, it's raining outside, but now, now give me a positive way of thinking about that. Um you say let's play a fun game it might make you a bit a bit happier a bit cheerfuller yeah a bit more cheerful because you get to play some game indoors that you probably wouldn't have played otherwise yeah maybe it's a board game you play with a family it's kind of nice family time yeah and so that would be an example of being half class full yeah, because something's happened, it's raining, and yeah. there's two, two ways of thinking about that, positively or negatively. Positively, as if your glass was half full, or negatively, as if your glass was half empty. Half full? 
It's good to be half full, isn't it? Yeah. Let's 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 do another example. You um you like football, I know, right? So yeah. Um, and I think you support Liverpool, don't you? Yeah. So uh, look, Liverpool have done very well and won a lot of things. But let's just say that they they lost a football match. You know, let's just say that your favourite football team lost a football match. Um, what what's a half glass full way of looking at that situation? Mm, you you might say, come cheer cheer back up. You we might win the next game. We could win the next game. Which might cheer cheer you up. Mm-hmm. You want to look forward to the next game. Do you want to play that? Watch the next game. See if we win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would uh, want to play the next game to try and win. Yeah. Um, how could you make the best of the situation? You know, you've just lost this match. What What can you do to make the best of that before your next game? Um. Say. Why don't we go and play football outside? We could go and play football outside. Yeah. Make sure you back up to like say if you wanna win the game outside, it would cheer you back up. Mm-hmm. If you that you've won one game at least a game. Let's say um let let's say your football team lost because they made a mistake. Okay, they made some sort of defensive error. I don't know, they were trying to play the offside trap, but it didn't quite work. They made some sort of defensive error. Uh, what, what could you do then? That's, what's a positive thing that you could do to get you ready for the next game? Um, I'd say... Um, I don't really know. Um... I, I suppose... Um, you can always learn from your mistakes, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, so if, if you've lost, probably a reason you've lost and it's an opportunity to, to learn from it. Um, so, you know, if your football team loses a half-class full way of looking at it, you're right, is to look forward to the next game and be kind of positive about that. Um, but, but also I, I, I would recommend, you know, anytime you lose anything, it's an opportunity to learn, right? And by the way, this doesn't just go for football, it goes for, uh, like, you know, school tests and exams, um, it, it goes for anything that can happen in your life, right? If, if something goes wrong, okay, you could be sad, but also you could look at it half class full and go, oh, I could learn from this. There's an opportunity here. Mm, yeah. I can get really good yeah. for next time. And so that's, you know, t- taking a negative situation and thinking in a half glass full way Let's do one. Let's do one more example like that, right? Um, uh, let's say you were going on holiday, um, and you're at the airport, and your flight just got delayed. Okay, you're really looking forward to getting on that plane, and that's been delayed for two hours. <laughs> um, what's a half class full way of looking at that situation? Mm, a bit, a bit, really, really sad. It'll be really sad because you're so looking forward to like jumping in, in your swimming pool. You've got right next to your hotel. You you might not be able to go in it because it'll be two hours delayed. It might say if it was six o'clock at night, it was two hours delayed. The pool will get shut, and you'll say, 
someone might say, oh, we can always go on it tomorrow for a whole day instead. It might cheer you back up a little. Yeah, you could think about what you could do tomorrow. Um, but let's get really half class full about it, right? So let's, let's not even linger on the half class empty. Let's not even linger on the, the negative side of, oh, I was really looking forward to it. By the time I get there in the evening, it will have shut. Let's not even think about that. Um, you know, the flight has been delayed by two hours, but you've got an extra two hours to do something. Yeah, you might extra. want to go and look around. Yeah. Look around the airport and yeah. see all the different planes they've got. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, what, so you could learn about planes, perhaps, for those two hours? Yeah. Yeah, and what would you look for? I would just go off and look for different planes, see all the different planes, see how many I find. Like it could be like a competition against my sister. They could, she could <laughs> go and see how many different planes there are, and I have to. And then I come back and count how many different planes we saw. I love see that. See who won. I love that idea. I love that idea. Very creative. You learn and you have a bit of fun competing with your sister. Yeah. I love that. That's a, that's a brilliant example, Bobby. Of being half glass full in the way you look at a situation like your flight getting delayed. Really, uh, really good stuff. Listen, final bit on this, um, just to take it a little bit further, let, let's analyze a little bit whether life would be better or worse if we never had any setbacks. You know, if, mm. if things never went wrong, would, you know, let's analyze, would, would life be better or worse? better because you might be able to win games and always do things that say if you said i've got you've got a meeting when you want to go off somewhere and you've got a meeting it would always like it won't get never be on you can always just go off for however long you want because it won't be on So if you, um, Tom, I, I, I love, by the way, how you keep bringing examples into this because um, it makes it really easy to think about. Um, maybe let's go back to that football example from earlier. I think that might help. You know, that football game where Liverpool lost and then we were trying to learn from it. Yeah. So, so let's say Liverpool never lost, okay? Let's say your football team never lost. They never had any setbacks. They never failed. They never lost. Um, would their life be better? today better why do you say that because they win a lot more matches and we would have got a lot more trophies mm -hmm. and then after 10 years of winning 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 everything yeah you think they'd still get the same level of happiness and satisfaction from all those trophies um they might do because they might be a bit tired though from all the scoring <laughs> there might be a bit the legs will be quite tired <laughs> from practicing so much but they want they might not have to practice because they're just so good <laughs> they just have to keep going to the gym all the time just not practice to be so good after the years <laughs> they'll be they'll be tired from being too good <laughs> i like it <laughs> yeah um so what if okay let, let, let's think about it this way what if um they were winning for a while but then for one season they lost everything Okay, just suddenly they just lost. And then they, they thought, okay, so that was a big setback. But then they dusted themselves off, they made sure they learned from it, and they came back next season even stronger and started winning again. Now that, that win 
after they've just lost, would it feel nicer or better or worse uh, compared to when they were just winning before without even trying? Um, it might be a bit sad. You know they're all very, very good. You'd just be very sad that they've lost once. Or it might be fine because the first time they've lost forever. Yeah, but after they lose and then they, they start winning again, at that point, when they, when they eventually start winning again, does that win feel better? Um, better. Uh, compared to when well, they were winning before? Or the same? Fine. Worse? They feel fine. It's, it's an interesting one, isn't it's it? It's normal. Because it's back to normal. <laughs> they're yeah, back it's very normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so it's an interesting one, actually, when you, when you analyse it, right? Because... Maybe it depends on your mentality as well. I, th I think some people would say, look, if we just kept winning all the time, we'd get bored of it, right? And actually, if you have a few setbacks along the way, if you lose a little bit along the way, it can make you more hungry for that next victory. It can make that win even more sweet and satisfying when it comes because you've tasted defeat. That win is better, isn't it? Because if everything was always good all the time, you'd start to get numb to that emotion. And some people would say that you, you need a little bit of uh, failure in order to appreciate the win and the success. And but finding that balance is important, isn't it? Like if you failed all the time, that wouldn't be very nice. Um, but I think there's something to be said for, for failing a little bit, um, but winning and succeeding a lot. You know, and I suppose different people find the balance points in different ways. And, and, and the only reason I sort of bring this up is, is I suppose another way of just thinking about failure um, and, and framing it in a way that actually it's okay. And in fact, it's, it's healthy, right? It's healthy to fail a little bit because it gives you an opportunity to learn and it makes you even hungrier to succeed and you will. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.